Hello, all you slut enthusiasts, fellow sluts and perverts. Welcome to the Slut Next Door podcast, and I am your slut next door. I am a taboo fun sex operator, audio porn creator, and just an overall slut who wants to talk about being a slut, kinks, fetishes, and all the dirty things that hide inside of our head. Today's episode is one of my many episodes called Advice from a Slut. I'm going to answer a few listener questions and give my thoughts and advice. I want to take a moment to thank my Patreon producers. Welcome to Nigel, Dan P, Kai, Adrian, Todd, L, Moondogger, Patrick, BR, Brent, and Hale Murder Cube. Your support is so appreciated. Do you want to support your favorite slut next door? Check out patreon.com slash the slut next door. One of the benefits of becoming a Patreon is hearing the uncensored after hours bonus episodes. And this week, I'm actually going to post a couple of my paywall audios from my loyal fans page that are kinky and of course, super seductive. All right, so let's get started with this mini episode. Here we go. So just so you know, I have an anonymous form that you can fill out to send me your question or uh, request for advice for these future episodes, and I'll include that link in the episode description, so that way if you want to send me in your questions, if you want advice from a slut send them in, please. And just so you know, if I don't bring your question onto the podcast, it's because I hand select them and decided that maybe your question was inappropriate for the podcast. So let's dive in. And also, hold on a second, before we dive in, I wanted to say that I'm sorry that it has taken me all week to post the new episode. It's been a busy week. Um, It's a great problem to have uh, in terms of why I've been busy. Lots of phone calls, lots of audios, lots of fun to be had uh, with some perverts online. But um, just wanted to throw that out there. I will always do my best to post this at least once a week. Well, not at least, always once a week. So. Let's get into our advice questions. So this comes from an anonymous listener that says, Hey, love the podcast. Help a brother out. How do I meet female pervs? Well, first of all, thank you so much for listening. I'm so glad you're loving the podcast. Now, female pervs, the unicorns, if you will, they are out there. You know, I've had plenty of men tell me that women are actually more pervier than men. Like the women that they've gotten to break through and really see their perv side are actually pervier than men. And it's hard for me to like uh, confirm this because I am a woman, but I have heard that more than once. I do have a thought, though, 
that maybe females are more likely to be super protected with their kinky and pervy side. You know, I feel like nowadays we're getting so much better in terms of accepting sexual and slutty woman, where before it was, you know, extremely, extremely stigmatized to be a slut, basically. And I think it's getting better. So maybe that'll bring the, you know, kinky woman out of the bushes that have been hiding. But I will give you one place that I think you should go and you're going to hear various opinions. I mean, I have mixed opinions about it, uh, but you have FetLife. And if you go back and you listen to my episode with Saffir Master and Lady Petra, that's how they met. And they are a very kinky couple. I think that, I will tell you this, if you go on the FetLife, do not, do not put your profile picture as your dick because most women are just going to not even consider looking at your profile. Yes, most women love dick, but we like to work for it. We like to have a connection, even if it's this very slight, light connection. We still pretty much want to see that before we see the dick, okay? So that's your first piece of advice uh, for fat life. But I would go on there if I were you, and I would make a profile that was very honest, uh, very upfront about what you're into, put some of your personality into it. You don't have to put your face if you don't want to. Some people, you know, do a half face or whatever to stay anonymous. But I would just, you know, make a profile that was you and really like look at local profiles of women in your area and only reach out to the ones that you are really inspired by. And don't reach out and just say, hi, please do not do that. That is a personal pet peeve of mine. If you're going to reach out to me anywhere and I don't know you, at least like, <laughs> at least tell me why you're messaging. At least like you, you can start out with hi, like, hi, my name's blah, blah, blah. Um, I was very interested in your profile. I'd love to talk more, whatever. Um, so I would start there, especially if you're super kinky, you know, FetLife is the place for super kinky people. There's a lot of fishing and waiting out the yuckies there, but you know, that, that's a place you could start. Um, I hear a lot of people do find connections on Reddit. Um, you know, there's just, I don't know if there's thousands, but for sure hundreds probably thousands of, you know, niche specific fetishes hang out there. There's also R for R, uh, which means basically uh, Redditor for Redditor, I believe. But it's like, you know, um, hey, I'm a whatever, 27-year-old male. I'm looking for XYZ. Um, there's lots of subreddits that I've heard people have made kinky connections. Um, what else can you look? Hmm. 
maybe some kinky uh, discords, forums. Just look around. They are out there. And from my experience, from being in some of these communities, some of the females are not shy, but they're careful because being a female perv, you, <laughs> you are very much wanted and a lot of men out there don't know how to communicate <laughs> with sexual females, like females that are sexual, like they lose their minds and they forget all their decency. Um, so don't lose hope. They're out there or, you know, let it happen organically. Sometimes the best things happen to me when I'm not looking for them. I do wish you all the luck that you find your unicorn, your most perfect, kinky, pervy woman. I really hope that works out for you. Thanks for uh, putting in a question. So I have been trying to prioritize my health and wellness habits because I mean, let's face it, I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> Every blog or video tells me to drink more water. And sometimes I really struggle with that, especially when I'm busy on the phone, making audios and podcasting all day. But I can say for sure that when I'm properly hydrated, I feel my best. I'm more focused. And I have that mental clarity that's needed to perform my work. Liquid IV has been a game changer for me in terms of making sure I'm hydrated and functioning at my best level. Liquid IV is a category winning hydration brand and their hydration multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. And just one stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than just water alone. You can use it first thing in the morning, before a workout, when you feel run down after a long night, or on long flights or car rides. I drink my liquid IV midday whenever I'm just feeling like mentally worn down and struggling to keep focused with my workday because I work really long hours at my computer. And when I start to feel sluggish, I just grab a stick of liquid IV, pour it into my water bottle and drink. It's that simple. I love liquid IV hydration multiplier because it gives me a natural boost during my day that's healthy and helps me get the hydration my body needs. It tastes so good too. No aftertaste and it's never like too sweet. I first tried the tropical punch and it tastes like a vacation in my mouth. <laughs> you cannot go wrong with their 12 delicious and refreshing flavors. So get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code SLUTNEXTDOOR at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today 
using promo code SLUTNEXTDOOR at liquidiv.com. All right, next advice. Anonymous Perv says, hey, love the pod. I've learned a lot from some of your episodes. Something you've mentioned a few times that really interests me is the possibility of going to a sex club. It sounds like an incredible scene and one I would really enjoy. However, I'm single and I have a feeling that sex clubs aren't really into single dudes just showing up. Is this a misconception? If not, how do, how do I get into the club? All right. Great question. Super great question. So at least my sex clubs like that I've been to in the past are open to single men, you know, as well as single women. It's just that you have a few more hoops to jump through as a single man. And I hate it for you guys. I do. Um, you know, there's a, there's some bad apples that ruin it for the really good ones. Um, typically single males are required to pay more of an entrance fee than couples or single ladies. And that's just because there's so many single dudes out there and there's a lot of harmful ones. So they have to, you know, put up that gatekeeping. Um, you know, so they are open to single men. Some more of the private clubs almost require you to have uh, someone, I'm forgetting the word for it, uh, sponsor, sponsor, that's the word, sponsor you. So basically a couple or a member that says, yes, I vouch for this dude. He's good. He can come in. Um, So with that said, I would suggest if you're really into really I guess, dedicating yourself to exploring sex clubs, swinger circles, BDSM um, communities, I would get to know people. I think that would be the best way to easily get in somewhere is if you get to know couples, and I say couples because both of these people um, can, can say that, you know, this, this is a normal person. They're not, you know, some predator. They're great. Um, and then, and then when you finally get into the club or the party, you have people, you know, um, but I feel like that's the best way is when people can vouch for you. And then the other thing I've, when I was in these circles a lot, I would see, um, single men that, smaller groups of friends would keep very, very close because when you meet, it seems, this is just my guess, it seems like when you meet a really good single male and like a swinger circle, they keep them really tight to them because a lot of couples want that single male there for different situations. Um, and it's, it can be difficult, I guess, to find quality men that, you know, the guys can trust. Um, but, you know, you can find local munches to go to if it's the BDSM scene that you're looking to get into. They have local munches that are pretty much for this purpose to, to prove yourself as a, you know, a trusting person, um, a normal 
stay in person, get to know people. Um, if it's the swingers community, there are uh, sites, and I'm not going to remember them. There's probably more since I've been out there, but um, look up like Swinger Lifestyle. That's what I think the name of that one is, Swinger Lifestyle. Anyways, there's like a membership type of sites where you make a profile and couples are on there and they're looking for, you know, dates. So you go on a date with a couple and you get to know them and, you know, perhaps you can go with them to uh, a, a party or a club as a guest of theirs. You know, I just feel like it's mostly about networking and uh, just getting your toes in. And yeah, I hope that was helpful. Uh, good luck with getting in the club, as you said. Uh, you will have a great time. All right, next question for the slut. They say, hello, Miss Beatrix. Um, I'm so glad to have found the slut next door. I am married, happily, but my wife doesn't share my more pervy kinks. She likes her sex pretty basic. Missionary every two weeks. So I've been using porn for years to satisfy my pervier appetites. I've always been pretty careful about covering my porn tracks on my computer, but last week... My wife confronted me. She had found some of my more extreme porn. Nothing illegal, but still pretty extreme stuff, and she seemed really horrified. Now she's telling me she thinks I'm a sex addict and that I should go into therapy to get fixed. I don't know what to do. I don't think I'm a sex addict, but I also don't want to get divorced. Do you have any advice? Ugh. Well, this speaks to me. I'm so glad you wrote in, and I'm sorry for you know the trouble that you're going through. It sounds like you do love your wife and you want to stay loyal. So I have a lot of things to say here. Um, for one, I hate the words that, that she used that you should go to therapy to get fixed. That speaks to me on a personal level. I'll go ahead and say I was in a long-term relationship before, and um, he was, his libido just was not on my level, right? And so he used to call me uh, a nymphomaniac because I would try to initiate sex and he'd reject me a lot. And, he, you know, I just felt like it was his way of defending himself. Oh my God, you're a nymphomaniac. And it was really offensive because I don't think I'm a nympho. Um, I just think I'm a highly sexualized person. I like sex, you know, it's just a part of me. So, you know, I, I hate that your wife thinks she should be fixed. Um, I won't give like too much advice because, well, I mean, I am going to give advice, but I don't want to, uh, make decisions for your marriage, you know, cause that's such a, such a, you know, important kind of connection there. But, I will say here are some suggestions for me. There is, I found her on Twitter. Um, not sure where you can find her, but her name is Dr. Nicole Prouse. I think that's how you say it. The last name is spelled P-R-A-U-S-E. 
And she is some kind of, you know, scientist uh, researcher, and she seems like she really focuses on how NoFap, if you've ever heard of that, I really don't know the details of it, but obviously it's, you know, from the title, there's groups of people that think, you know, masturbation is fucking evil. We all know there's groups out there that, that think porn is evil. And so she's doing real scientifically based um, research and experiments or whatever uh, on this topic and how it is really helpful and healthy to masturbate and how not masturbating can lead to depression, even suicidal tendencies. So maybe perhaps, uh, you know, I'm sure there's more scientific stuff out there that you can give your wife and, and really just talk to her because, you know, when you have any type of relationship, there's two sides. And it sounds like you need to maybe be just really honest in a very soft and loving way that, you know, honey, I do love having sex with you. Um, I, I crave and I need to come more than we have sex. And, you know, I'm not cheating on you. I masturbate to porn. You know, I watch the porn. It's not like I want to leave you for the porn. It's, um, you know, me just exploring myself through porn. Um, you know, just be completely honest. I'm sure she's afraid that you're, you know, this secret person that she doesn't know, but you're not, you know, you're just letting your perv side out. And I think that's totally, totally fine. And, you know, just maybe some conversation. And I know it's, it, I know it'll be awkward. I know I've been there to also make it relevant to me in that relationship. I mentioned, uh, he had found some of my porn history that was, it was like BDSM heavy, a lot of kink.com stuff. And he was very judgmental on that. Like, and made me feel bad that that stuff turned me on. I know how hurtful that can feel. So I totally feel you. But I will say, here was my next thing. Maybe, maybe you suggest to her that, you know, honey, like, I, I can see you have a problem uh, with, you have an issue with what you discovered. Um, I want to make sure you're happy. Let's do couples therapy. And that could be very healing for the both of you because I believe, and let me not, you know, make a uh, assumption that all mental health counselors are that way, but I believe that most of them will be behind you and they will support your side, explaining that you have sexual, you know, needs that need to be fed. Um, you know, I think that might work really well. And that way, there's someone there to facilitate the conversation with you and your wife. And you never know, like maybe she opens up and she becomes, <laughs> you know, super kinky. Maybe she's over there having kinky fantasies that she doesn't even know about. But um, <laughs> yeah, I just, 
I think there's some communication to be had. Um, in my opinion, there's some education that needs to be had on her side, you know, that you watching porn, you masturbating is not you, you know, uh, shitting on your marriage in any sort of way. You're just trying to, you know, uh, it's a form, I believe, I strongly believe that masturbating and and porn consumption is a form of like self-care and self-love. It helps, you know, uh, give you stress relief. It's, it lets you escape for a moment, you know. So I think that maybe if, hopefully your wife can see that, uh, maybe you start watching porn together. Maybe not your, you know, extreme stuff, but just watching porn together. Um, but I would highly, I think, maybe couple couples counseling would be really, really good for you guys. Um, so yeah, I wish you all the best of luck with that. You have all my love and support and my e-hug from wherever you are. Here is your hug. Um, I know you're going through it. I've been there. All right. So that concludes my mini episode advice from a slut thank you so much for listening to this episode if you would like to follow along more uh, on what I'm up to get updates on the podcast follow the links in the episode description like my twitter discord patreon leaving all of that there and um, yeah until next time bye